Well, this is Ted Burrow. Apparently, Austin has gone off the air, so I'm going to go ahead and start without him. He'll be back with us momentarily. Uh, we need to talk about a few things this morning on, on the show that have come up over the weekend. Uh, last week, I was discussing in depth uh, what happened with Christ on the cross and how, as an eternal being, he's omnipresent. And I, I want to go over that again with you guys. It's really important that we cover it today because I had a friend of mine who's a very good Bible scholar. Actually, his name is Don. He asked me some questions about it this weekend. And, and the question was this, you know, I mean, you know, how in the world can Christ still be on the cross and being at the right hand of God the Father? And here's the thing. Christ in his physical body is not on the cross any longer. That's over with. It is finished. It is done. When he died on the cross, he was sacrificed for our sins. He ascended into, he basically went to hell, then he ascended into heaven, and he sent us to the right hand of God the Father Almighty. Now, what is important that we understand here is this. When I speak about an omnipresent God, here's what I'm talking about. When Jesus Christ himself was in the Garden of Gethsemane, and he was praying, and there were like great drops of blood, and he was really stressed out, and he said, is there any way we can do this a different way? Can you take this cup from me? And basically, God replied, you know, no, this is what's been ordained. And what's interesting about this is why would Jesus be so stressed out? Now, here's why I say this, and I make this a very clear point. When Jesus Christ was in his physical body, he was not omnipresent. He was basically, you know, on this earth as a man. He was born the son of man, as it talked about, as we talked about last week in the book of Daniel. And when he got the Pharisees all mad at him in the book of Luke, when he called himself the son of man it had to be done this way because he needed to suffer as we did as a man for the redemption of our sins now i don't understand why he needed to do all that but that's the way he planned it and that's the way he did it but i do understand the scalar physics of the cross and why he was crucified but what's interesting about this is when he died he said it is finished on the cross and he died, and he descended into hell, and he was resurrected. He was resurrected in a glorified state. At that point, he became omnipresent again. And he knew as basically the son of man, as Jesus Christ, as the son of the most high God, as the great I am. I'm going to give you scriptures for this in just a second, that he would then forever experience what happened on the cross. And this is why I believe that he was so scared, so stressed out about what was happening when he was in the Garden of Gethsemane. And so it's so important that we understand that because we need to understand who Jesus is and the power of the cross and the power of what he did for us. Now, let me give you some more verses on this. But before I do, let me say one more thing about this. When Jesus ascended into heaven, and he now sits at the right hand of God the Father Almighty, he ascended beyond our physical realm. We talked about that a few weeks ago. Through him, all things are held together, it tells us in the book of Colossians, because he is the – basically, how would I say this from a physics standpoint? He is the force that holds the unified field together. And I'm going to read you a quote from a, a, a particle physicist in a minute explaining what that means. But what's interesting about this is at that point being omnipresent, the entire reality that we live in is a subset to the omnipresent area where jesus lives and being a subset he experiences that subset through all time space in other words he's always at the beginning in the garden of eden he's always walking with his disciples he's always sitting at the right hand of god the father and indeed he's always experiencing what happened on the cross and this is something we need to understand he's omnipresent 
it, he doesn't have a wristwatch. He's outside of time space. So when I say he's always on the cross, I don't mean his physical body. I'm talking about the omnipresent God that he is when he returned to heaven. People need to understand that very, very clearly that that's something that we need to know that Christ is at the right hand of God the Father right now. And when he said it was finished, that was in his physical body, it was finished. At that point in time, he had sacrificed himself for the sin of the world. And then basically he descended into hell. Third day he rose again from the dead in a glorified body. Very important that we need to see that. Also, let's give me some revelant verses on this. John 8:58 said, Jesus said to them, truly, truly, I say to you, before Abraham was born, I am. Okay, and it's the same thing that God said in the book of Exodus to Moses, I am. So I'm going to read it again. John 8:58. Jesus said to them, truly, truly, I say to you, before Abraham was born, I am. Isaiah 9, 6. For a child will be born to us, a son will be given to us, and the government will rest on his shoulders, and his name will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Eternal Father, Prince of Peace. Colossians 1, seven. He is before all things, and in him all, all things hold together. 1 John 1.1 1, 1. What was from the beginning, what we have heard, what we have seen with our eyes, what we have looked at and touched with our hands concerning the word of life. So we have to understand who God is, Revelation 1a. I am the Alpha and the Omega, saith the Lord, who is and who was and is to come, the Almighty, omnipresent. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Hebrews 13.8, Hebrews 7.3, without father, without mother, without genealogy, having neither beginning of days nor end of life, but made like the Son of God, he remains a priest perpetually. And see, this is what we have to understand. It's outside of our time space forever and ever and ever. And I spoke to Don yesterday, and I said, it's so frustrating to me that people are funding a third temple for the Jewish religion because we don't long, we're, not, we're not a Jewish religion. We're a Christian religion. The Jews in the New Testament rejected Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior, and they continue to do so today in Israel. So for us to give them money to rebuild a third temple in order to have the sacrifice of bulls and cows and the blood of sheep and goats, it's nonsense. It's completely and total nonsense. The New Testament is not a continuation of Judaism. It is a rejection of Judaism because Judaism rejected in the aggregate. Now, a lot of Jews were saved, but in the aggregate as a whole from a leadership standpoint, they rejected Jesus Christ as the Messiah and the Lordship of Jesus Christ. So it is not a continuation. It is a new covenant in the blood of Jesus. We need to understand that. We don't need to bring back in the ancient teachings as far as the old first fruits offerings and all the things they have in the Old Testament in our current Christian churches. We're not under Judaism. It's very important that we understand that. So people need to look at who Jesus Christ really is. Now, John Hagelin said it this way. He's a particle physicist, and this is really, really something that ties it all together with Christ being omnipresent. And this is so important that we all understand this. Here's what he says, and I'm going to add the word God in here. I'll show you when I say, when I read it, and I'll, buy it, I'll add it to it. And what we have discovered at the core basis of the universe, the foundation of the universe, is a single unified field of intelligence. His words. 
which to me that means God, a single unified field of intelligence that would be God or Jesus, through him all things are held together, a field that unites gravity with electromagnetism, light with radioactivity with the nuclear force, so that all of the forces of nature and all of the so-called particles of nature, quarks, leptons, protons, neutrons, are now understood to be one. They're just all different ripples on a single ocean of existence that is the unified field, and that field is a non-material field. It is ultimately a field of consciousness, and everything in the universe is nothing but that. Plants, trees, people, animals, we are all waves of vibration of this underlying unified superstring field, which I'll add again, which is held together in a single field of intelligence, which is God, which is Jesus, which unites everything together. If we understand this, then everything starts to make more sense of Jesus Christ, who he was, and why he came to save us from our sins, to restore us back to God. Yes. And that God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. But I want to cover that because I want people to realize that Jesus Christ is not in a physical body any longer. He's in, he, he, he basically is what holds everything together. He's outside of time space, and it's really important that we get that. And Don was very kind to point that out to me this weekend. That's why I wanted to cover that with you guys first thing this morning. Austin, I'm glad you're back. You got to yeah, I'm, I'm back up and running again. I apologize for that. We actually had to reboot the entire internet over here the office has been doing weird stuff all morning with the internet connection but we are up and running now so i appreciate you coming in and taking over um with that i apologize you're welcome again, buddy, our, but, our but go ahead what's, 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 what's your first story <laughs> well one of the first things that i wanted to address this morning and i saw this and it was like i said it was kind of it was it was kind of ominous if anybody has seen this yet if you guys remember the girl tiffany dover Back from December, she was one of the first people actually ever to be injected with the Pfizer RNA injection, what they called a vaccine, and it's really a pathogen production uh, manufacturing injection. Uh, all of a sudden, out of nowhere, months and months of silence, no response from her except for a video with, quite frankly, it's very clearly in the video, it's a different person with a name tag that says Tiffany at the bottom of the stairs. That video has now been taken down offline. That was the only response we've seen from her since middle December. And now all of a sudden, a post goes out on Instagram. Months and months of silence, no response from her whatsoever. And there's photos of her, no, of her allegedly on a skiing trip in Colorado. Now, of course, almost all the photos, she has a mask and goggles on, so you can't even see her. And the tag that you know the line in it the caption it says meet me on the other side of paradise now i don't know what that's supposed to mean kind of strange considering the circumstances that surrounded a lot of her life in the last couple months that nobody has been able to find out about and there's one photo of her you can actually see her face and it's a very strange photo because it almost looks like a either filtered or photoshopped again I don't know. I don't know what's happened to her. Dan and I have addressed it, but I wanted to bring it up because she never gave a statement. She never gave a response. Nothing after that injection, even when the hospital said she is at home doing well and recovering. 
and then the what two days later they show her with a mask on at the bottom of the stairs saying she's doing fantastic so what happened with her I do not know. I'll tell you guys that right now. I have no idea. I'm just reporting to you on what we have seen. You guys make your own decision about it, but something very, very ominous was behind that entire situation with her and the entire COVID shot. And that's why I've encouraged people, do your own research on this RNA injection. Yesterday, I was trying to get a hold of Walmart for a basically a, a – giant Hot Wheels uh, Monster Jam car, you know, one of those electric ones that I had ordered for Hunter for his birthday. He's wanted one of those for years. I ordered him one, and I couldn't get a hold of him. Obviously, Walmart's customer service is right up there with garbage, and it just is what it is. And I called up Walmart, okay? So I called up Walmart in Lakeland. And the first thing, I mean, I haven't pushed a button I haven't talked to a person. I haven't gotten anything yet. The first thing it says as soon as I call Walmart, to learn more about the COVID vaccine, press one. And I went, whoa, <laughs> where am I calling? What am I calling? I'm, I'm trying to get hold of Walmart. Then he goes, oh, to talk to a Walmart customer service rep, press two. And I'm going, really? The first thing now? Number one, the number one button when you call up Walmart to learn more about the COVID vaccine, press one. My friends, the propaganda and marketing with this injection are going to become more and more aggressive. I told you guys last week about one of our good friends and listeners that's out in Kansas City, Missouri. He is now getting emails along with many other physicians from the American Medical Association directing physicians on how to talk their patients into getting the injection. Literally, it's in the email. I read it. I read you guys part of it last week discussing how to talk people into getting it because there's allegedly too much vaccine hesitation. So as Dad was just saying earlier, we have a unique body. We have a unique DNA makeup. We are wonderfully made by God Almighty. There's a reason why they're wanting to inject us with this RNA technology that I will add again has never even been approved by the FDA. This got emergency use authorization. Very clearly, they've been very direct about that. They have not even tried to front and act like it has been approved. This is why the Pentagon has clearly said with the DOD they cannot force service members to get this injection because it has not been approved. You cannot force somebody to get something that has not even been approved by the FDA for human usage, but yet people are lining up in droves to get it. And this is the place that we find ourselves right now. And the same thing I talked about last week with delusional psychosis. This is what so many people are falling prey to is that they're so scared. They're so terrified to do anything, to go anywhere, unless they get the shot. But then they come out and say, hey, even if you get the shot, you can still spread it and you can still catch it. and You still need to wear a mask and you need to social distance. Well, the million-dollar question is, why in the world are you getting a shot? Now we've seen that a new research study has come out now from the National Institute of Health. This is what Fauci, this is what Fauci runs, the National Institute of Health. They are now claiming 
they're now claiming that wearing a moist mask is actually good for you because inhaling through a wet mask hydrates your lungs and boosts your immune system, as reported by the National Institute of Health on February 16, 2021. I can't even begin to make up how absolutely delusional some of these individuals become. If anybody understands physiology, you understand very quickly that a wet mask massively increases bacteria growth and allows it to multiply, and then you start breathing it in. This is one of the stupidest things that I've ever seen anybody come out with. Over the weekend, I went to Jeepin' with Judd. Uh, our sheriff down here does a huge Jeep event once a year. They have a huge obstacle course and all these trails on the 16,000-acre property. Took Hunter out there. We had an absolute blast. And one of the guys I know out there that works for a Jeep dealer, I've known him for years now, and I ended up running into him, and we ended up talking for a while. And I asked him how he was doing. He said, man, he said, I'm, I'm doing better now. I said, what's going on? I said, I noticed nobody out here is wearing a mask, like nobody. And he goes, dude. And he, he blatantly said, basically, um, forget those masks is what he said, <laughs> uh, to paraphrase it. And he said, I've been in the hospital twice now in the last six months for bacterial pneumonia. He said, every single time I start wearing a mask for much more than a couple weeks, I end up having horrendous coughing, hard time breathing, cannot even hardly work, and I end up going to the hospital, and they diagnose me with bacterial pneumonia again. He's like, I now actually have a legitimate doctor's note that I cannot wear a mask anymore. And I, I looked at him. I said, does anybody else starting to realize how horrific these things are. And he goes, yeah, I know. He goes, breathing through a bacteria-infested mask is one of the worst things you can do. He said, one of the doctors told me this over in Lakeland. He said, it's one of the stupidest things you can do is put a mask on your face, breathe through it all day, allow the bacteria and basically saliva and humidity to build up all in your mask and then turn around and breathe it in all day. And I said, well, I wish some people would learn this. He goes, well, a lot of people are starting to wake up. I said, yeah, well, this is in Central Florida. But I just want to kind of bring that up today because the study from the National Institute of Health is now saying wearing a moist mask is good for you because inhaling through a wet mask hydrates your lungs and boosts your immune system. I can't even begin to describe how idiotic that statement is. But again, I would expect nothing less from the bobblehead Fauci. What do you think, Dad? Uh, well, number one is this. You know, we have warned you and warned you and warned you and warned you about bacterial pneumonia and about metabolic acidosis, metabolic alkalosis, all of the different types of problems increasing the risks of heart disease and cancer by decreasing O2 levels and increasing CO2 and body acidity. I, I've talked about this until, until I'm just like, just, I, I don't know what else to say about it. But the problem I have is that the vast majority of people, when you go out in the public and the Walmart and the grocery stores, are still wearing masks. Uh, this weekend, we were up in St. Augustine. If you guys have signed up to ST Bro or Instagram, I sent you a video. I was out on a pier there in St. Augustine, and Sharon and I had a great time. We actually went in the old city, went to a Greek restaurant, which wasn't very good food, but it was okay. But the city itself is absolutely beautiful. If you ever get a chance to go there, go there. But what was interesting is this, you know, we were at a hotel probably about five miles away from downtown because the downtown hotels were sold out and Florida's open for business. I mean, it's packed. And so 
the morning of Saturday, we decided to go home. We were there one night, and I'd left my, my Yeti in the room, and so I had to go back upstairs to get it because we already checked out. Luckily, my key still worked. And I walked into the lobby of the hotel, and there was a guy standing at the elevator wearing an evolution shirt showing us crawling out of the slime and turning into apes and then turning into humans. I mean, he was wearing a full-blown evolution Darwinian natural selection shirt. I noticed that immediately. And I'm standing at the elevator waiting for the elevator to come up. We were on the fourth floor, and he has a mask on. And he says to me, where is your mask? And he's about my age, about mid-60s. And this is the second time now I've had a, a male confront me with this. And I looked at him, and I said, I don't wear masks. And I said, this is Florida. I know you're probably a tourist. You're probably from another state. We don't have a mask mandate here. We don't have to wear them. because yes, you do. You have to wear them in the lobby. And I said, how about no? How about you have a right to wear a mask? I have a right not to wear a mask. How about no? How about mind your own business? And he looked at me. He didn't know what to say because he's wearing his Darwinian shirt, which means he's unbelievably stupid to start with. But I didn't make a comment on that because I didn't want to go there. I just want to get my Yeti and go back to the car and leave. And then he says, you can't get on the elevator with me. You have to wait until it comes back down, and you have to get behind me and wait. Now, this elevator is like nine by nine feet. I mean, it'll hold 15 people. And I looked at him. I said, no. I said, you're a moron. I said, what's wrong with you? I said, now you're telling me that I can't get on an elevator? And I said, no. He said, no, you have to wait. I said, but I suggest you don't touch me, and I suggest you stop. I said, because you're starting to irritate me. And so I stepped onto the elevator in front of him, and, and I told him, I said, look, from a medical standpoint, I said, you know, I, mean, I was in the medical field. I said, the masks don't work. I was trying to be, I was still trying to be nice. And then he said he made some comment about me being retired. And I looked at him, I said, the reason I retired is that I don't have to deal with weirdos like you. Now, there you go. That was pretty harsh, but I, I didn't say anything ugly. I didn't cuss, and the, and the elevator door closed. And I thought to myself, what is wrong? This has turned into a cult. We're in the state of Florida. The traffic is back to horrible again. I mean, it's, it's horrible. Florida is open for business in case you guys want to come down here and go on vacation. Like, you know, all of the hotels are open. There's no more social distancing in restaurants. I mean, it is open for business. You know, and now DeSantis is coming up with like 22%. People want him president. Donald Trump's going like 24%. DeSantis is almost where Trump is for the election in four years. I mean, it's a big deal. I mean, Governor DeSantis has really, really done what he needed to do in one of the largest states in the world. Basically, it's Florida. I mean, if Florida was its own economy, it would be one of the largest nations in the world with its GDP that it puts out. So Governor DeSantis is, is basically putting himself in a position to run for president of the United States, and I'm happy that. I would vote for him instantaneously over Donald Trump, by the way. And the reality is this. Why do people do this? Why won't they listen? Well, the biggest problem yesterday, I was getting some gas, and I was talking to another guy at the gas pumps, and we were pumping diesel, and he had his diesel truck. I had my diesel truck, and he was talking about you know, the, the vehicles, et cetera, et cetera. And then he starts talking about the masks. He's not wearing a mask. I'm not wearing a mask. But like everybody else at the diesel pumps outside in the bright sun, in the wind, are wearing masks. And he goes, what is wrong with these people? And I said, well, I said, they don't want to look at the alternative news, what's going on. He goes, that's right. They need to turn off their stupid television sets. That's next point. Then we come home yesterday, and we ran into an old pastor of mine that I knew who I'd had some issues with about 20 years ago, but that's all since forgiven. He went to my mom's funeral. I went to his mom's funeral. I mean, it's, it's over with. But he's a good speaker. He really is. But he's not a good leader, if that makes sense. And so he's out there washing his car outside, and he comes over, and we talk to him. We pull by his house, 
And, uh, you know, it was good seeing him. I enjoyed talking to him. But then he told me, he goes, oh, yeah, well, I asked him, I said, well, whatever you do, don't take the COVID shot. He's already have it. Already, already done it. I said, oh. So I just dropped that conversation. There's no point in taking it. And then he started saying he was mad that the pastor of our church now walked in the other day without a mask on. So he's not going there anymore because the pastor was not wearing a mask. Now, think about this for a second. Okay, why in the world is this culture of this mask wearing so blatantly obvious to all the listeners of the Ted Dawson Brower show? But yet there's so many people out there that we, that continue to do it. People do it. They say, well, I can't see my grandchildren if I'm not wearing a mask. My response would be, okay, I won't see my grandchildren. You think, Ted, you wouldn't really do that. My response is, yeah, I really would. If I told Austin he couldn't come to my house and visit me or his mom unless he had a mask on and his mom agreed, I promise you Austin wouldn't come by my house. I guarantee you he would do that because because no, we can't force other people to increase the risks of bacterial pneumonia and all these other diseases. It's not okay. Healthy people don't need to wear masks. And then this morning I was speaking to another individual, and, and they asked me, he said, what is this trans agenda going on? Why do we have so many trans people now, and why are they pushing this? Very good question, by the way. And we cover that all of the time on this show. It is because of the hermaphroditic agenda of the Kabbalists from the Zohar. And you guys know this because I talk about this all the time, try to mention it at least a couple times a week, because it's so prevalent now. Now, it finally has come to the forefront with Megyn Kelly. Now, Megyn Kelly, what her and Donald Trump, that whole fiasco that happened with her and Donald Trump, whatever. I know a lot of you like Megyn Kelly. I know a lot of you don't. But I will give her kudos on this one. This is a Daily Mail article. She came out and said, Megyn Kelly says that she took her children out of a hard-left private school because her son, who was eight, was subjected to a three-week Transsexual education experiment and her kindergarten had to write essays. Her kindergartner had to write essay on problems with the Cleveland's Indian mascot as far as the mascot of calling political correctness. So she appeared on the Bill Maher HBO show, which I don't care for Bill Maher at all, but he does make some good points every once in a while. The former Fox News anchor, now a podcaster, discussed the New York City schools. In November, she told listeners she was taking her three children out. She was, his son was troubled by the classes on transgenderism, and he was just subjected to a three-week trans education experiment. And her six-year-old son was asked to write on the Cleveland Indians mascot row. Megan Kelly said that it was not just her children's school, but all of the New York City schools. She said it was unhelpful and counterproductive in their education. Now, why is that happening in New York City and the schools? New York City is a Jewish town. They are run by the Jews. Now, whether you like that or not, whether you believe that or not, I don't really care. It's just the way it is. Years ago, I was going to the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. And I was in a cab. We were in a van with about seven, eight people. Some other, some other friends rode up there with us. I'd never been to the parade before. And it was super cold at that. In fact, I don't suggest you go to it because it's not what you think it is. But that's neither here nor there. But what ended up happening is we're talking to the cab driver. And I told my friend, I said, now, when you get to New York City, I said, you're going to find out there are no Christmas decorations up. Except for Trump. You know, building and Rockefeller Center. There's a Christmas tree. Otherwise, you won't see any Christmas tree decorations anywhere in New York. I'm telling that to my pastor friend who was with me. And I, the cab driver, he chimes in. He goes, your friend's absolutely right. 
we don't celebrate Christmas in New York City because we're basically Jewish controlled and we don't promote that here, period. And I thought, okay, well, at least he told me the truth. And he goes, the problem is if I tell you that, and you told that if you told my management that I told you that, I would lose my shield and I'd no longer be able to be a cab driver. And I said, really? He said, oh, yeah. He was, That's how controlling it is. We've got the Jewish gay mafia that runs the theater program here, and everybody knows this. So everybody just leaves it alone. So this is why I'm telling you this. Christianity is not a continuation of Judaism. It's a rejection of the old covenant by Christians who believe that Jesus Christ is the Messiah, we don't believe in the Talmud. We don't believe in the basically hermaphroditic agenda of the Zohar. We don't believe in any of that, which is what they now teach in the New York cities with the transgender agenda. We've got to understand this. We're separate. Coming out from among them, be separate, the Bible says. We can't allow ourselves to be tossed to and fro by every wind of teaching. This hermaphroditic Kabbalist agenda with the transgenders, now with Levine, especially this unbelievably ugly man pretending to be a woman up in Pennsylvania, now working for Biden, is a nightmare that we're dealing with this right now. But for some reason, and I mentioned this last week, other shows don't want to talk about it because it all goes back to what? The Talmud, which goes back to what? Israel, which goes back to what? The Zionist Bible of the basically the <laughs> the Schofield Bible. And so we, we've got to call this stuff out for what it is guys and we've got to understand that we are christians we're different we've accepted jesus christ as our messiah now a lot of you guys are thinking i'm not a christian i'm listening to this show this guy's a religious nut all he's done is mentioned scripture and talked about jesus and now he's talking about his name is jesus he's the lamb of god he is the prince of peace he is the counselor he is the great shepherd he is the savior he is and through him all things are held together in the entire universe. So if you try to take Jesus out of this equation, then you're going to have to put that hermaphroditic God Ansaf in from the Kabbalah, and that's a nightmare because this God won't even talk to you because he's too busy trying to make points of light around the universe because he's a giant snake in a tree, according to these clowns, and you got to pray to these archangels, and while you're praying, you got to be rocking when you're talking to them and praying while you're praying. Because that's simulating having sex with them. You think I'm making it up? Not joking, not kidding. And then that makes more points of light because Einstein needs more points of light. This is the weirdest religion I've ever seen. It's like a bunch of loons sat. Oh, that is right, isn't it? That one loony guy sat in a cave for 12 years outside of Jerusalem when the fall of Jerusalem happened and wrote the Zohar, which is the foundational works of all Satanism and cults and weirdos and witches and warlocks. It is that's what this is. So don't allow yourself to be brought into a hermaphroditic agenda. I discussed this last week. The children today are being born into the decline of what the United States was. This decline and this hermaphroditic agenda are the normal for them. And when their children are born, it'll be even worse. It'll be normal for them. This is how communism and satanic agendas work. This is what they did in Genesis chapter 6. Now they're tying us into a 5G network. Last week, we had them basically install our non-smart meters on our house. We had to pay for that. So we don't want to have a smart meter monitoring our refrigerator usage, monitoring our stove usage, monitoring our thermostat usage, and reporting all of that data back to our electrical supplier to sell the data on the open market as to what we do and what we use here at my home. 
In addition to that, I don't want a smart meter pumping electromagnetic radiation through my house all night, causing all types of health problems and preventing my pineal gland from releasing, releasing melatonin to allow me to sleep because the pineal gland doesn't see electromagnetic radiation as radiation. It sees it as bright sunlight, and it, produces, and it stops the production of melatonin. All of these things are happening at once that ties into a 5G computer, okay, which is basically a D-wave computer, which the man who invented it says it's like standing before the alien, the altar of an alien god, and he doesn't even understand how it works to create an interdimensional interface with Lucifer to allow him to control your thoughts and your mind at all time through being microchipped and through energy fields. You think, oh, that won't happen. You sound like you're nuts. Okay, why don't we read Genesis chapter 6? where it says everybody's thought on the entire planet was evil all of the time. I've gone, I've gone into depth on shows about this and how this energy field, this negative energy, feeds these demons. That's why Jesus said, think on the good things, the good things, all the time the good things. But I was so shocked that my former pastor wears a mask wherever he goes. He's already had the shot, and nobody's thinking through what these shots do. Guys, please tell your friends to listen to this show. Please look at the website, healthmasters.com, if you're tuning in today. We have a complete and total news section for news articles. Read through the news articles. It takes me hours and hours and hours a day, four to six hours a day, to sift through the lousy news and only post the articles that I think are interesting or should be read. Don't go to the news sites that all they do is promote fear porn. Don't go to them at all. I could give them to you now, but I'm not going to because I don't want to be in the middle of a big mess. If they're talking about meteorites hitting the planet, if they're talking about tidal waves hitting the planets, if they're talking about volcanoes hitting the planets, if they're putting stories up from non-legitimate sources, don't go to those websites. Don't go to them ever because all it does is increases their clickbait, and that allows them to increase their revenue stream from posting ads. Don't do that. Don't do that, please, because they're just fear porn is all they are. And we're not born of a spirit of fear, but of power, power, and of love and of a sound mind. Think on the good things. Think on Jesus. He is he is the unified field. Physics wants to give him a name other than Jesus. They can do that. They can do that. They have We have a unified super string field through all things are held together in a field of consciousness i'm telling you right now that unified field has a name and its name is jesus and guys that's who holds everything together so remember we can do all things through christ who strengthens me this is the day the lord hath made and i will rejoice and i will be glad in it austin what do you think bud that's excellent, bud. And also, too, you know, I want to bring up the thing with the smart meters because I also opted out of my whole smart meter program as well. Tico, the electrical company down here, allows you to opt out. A lot of electrical companies are now allowing this. Um, there's a few other options. If you can't, from what I've been told, there's different things you can put over these meters. But from a liability standpoint, a lot of these electrical companies are now allowing you to opt out. And it does cost you more money, not going to lie. It's an extra, I think, like $15 a month because now you have to have a meter reading fee and you have to pay like an upfront, I think, like $96 a month. Excuse me, not $96 a month, $96 upfront one-time fee to not have a smart meter, which is ironic because what they're doing is they're intentionally making money off people that 
don't want to have a smart meter because smart meters, remember, are more money. <laughs> they old school, you know, style ones are not any more money. That's the same technology they've continued to use, but yet they're charging us an extra one-time fee because we don't want a smart meter. But the thing about it is if you start doing your research on this, a smart meter, average smart meter, sends out blasts of up to 60,000 microwatts per square meter of radio frequency radiation, which is 60 times the U.S. safety limit. Yet nobody even questions these things. Most people just go, oh, yeah, smart meter, cool, blah, blah, blah. They're great to have. But nobody understands, unless you do the research, that the smart meters blatantly – you don't even have to try to do any research. You do a couple search engines, smart meter dangers, smart meter radiation, it pops right up. It's not even being hidden. But it exposes massive amounts of radiation to the occupants of the home or office, the highly toxic amounts of RF radiation. There are literally hundreds of independent peer-reviewed scientific studies linking the non-ionizing form of radiation that these smart meters put out to things like sleep disorders, tinnitus, cancer, diabetes, crib death, DNA damage, especially in infants and in fetuses. So this, this isn't some like conspiracy theory, oh my gosh, these things are, you know, bad because some right-wing website said so. No, it's peer-reviewed journals discussing in detail what these actually do to the body and the surrounding areas, including animals and, you know, wildlife and also plants. There's been numerous videos, if you've seen, a lot of them have been pulled down now, of smart meter areas where they're placed and the vegetation ties around it. Another thing that a lot of people have seen now are the videos of 5G towers. And this is one of the reasons why they try to put these 5G towers up in almost a hidden fashion. If you guys have seen this now, majority of 5G towers that they put up, they look almost like mini refrigerators. You can tell real, real quick, like a rectangle square, big giant receivers on them. And they'll put fake trees on them. You see them, a lot of people see them now. They're, they're, they're literally fake trees. It's a giant metal pole with 5G boxes on it, and it's got like fake tree limbs. Well, there's a reason why they do this. You can't put it around normal trees. It has to be up above everything. If you put it down on the normal level with trees, it starts killing everything. Not to mention it can't get the signal that it needs because that's why they have to have them in such close proximity to keep the signal extremely strong. But this also keeps the signal extremely strong around you, your body, and your families. So just something to think about with what we've seen now with the smart meters and the options of opting out. Also, too, Dad said something very specifically, and this whole thing with Richard Levine or Rachel Levine, whatever this cross-dresser wants to be referred to that's getting <laughs> – they're talking about putting in the position as far as the Department of Health. Um, this whole context of what we're seeing now is to promote more transgender ideology to pervert the younger children. That's exactly why they're doing this. And Dad nailed it on the head. This younger generation right now is going to be highly disturbed. All the way from this COVID lockdown, as I told you guys last week, you know, the uh, depression rates, according to the CDC of teens, is up 400% right now. 
400%. Uh, huge amounts of suicide. This is, this is all happening right now. Nobody wants to discuss it. It's ironic to me that CNN and all the other fake news networks that want to just promote filth and fear, they don't talk about the suicide rates right now. They don't talk about the depression rates right now as far as what's going on. They don't talk about the substance abuse issues that are going on right now. They don't talk about any of that. All they want to talk about, we had another 50 COVID deaths. But that they don't want to discuss the actual death and why the person died. 99% of the time, if you actually research for yourself, you'll find majority of these people did not die from COVID. They died from other external factors that they basically either were exposed to or underlying health conditions. The CDC has already come out and very clearly stated this, but yet nobody wants to read the facts. The reason why they're trying to promote this transgender ideology is confusion, chaos, and perversion. If you can confuse a 5, 6, 7, 8, 10, 12, 15, 16, 18-year-old person. You can just confuse the heck out of them. They don't know what bathroom to use. They don't know what gender they are because I guess trying to pick one of two genders is too difficult of a concept to understand. And they're so confused, they can't figure any of this out. How are you possibly going to get those individuals to stand up for their rights and for the Constitution? <laughs> it's just a question. How you how do you expect them to actually stand up for a constitutional republic if they can't even figure out which toilet to use at a store? The answer is they can't. They won't. There's no possible way. The mind is so confused and so twisted that there's not going to be any allowance of real cognitive functioning at all. And this is why they're promoting this. They want to promote this perverted culture. Here in the UK, or not in the UK, uh, excuse me, in the UK now, yeah, I just looked this up earlier. They're now saying that children in England are now being prescribed sex change drugs by foreign doctors over the internet without any parental consent, according to the Daily Telegraph. Now, of course, they're saying, we, we're trying to figure out who's doing this. They know what's going on with it. This, this a loophole because technically anybody under the age of 16 is not supposed to be allowed to be given any type of puberty blockers whatsoever in the UK. Well, of course, now they've figured out a way around that. Europe-based online clinics are now using a legal loophole to skirt the regulations. Pharmacies in Britain are still accepting prescriptions from doctors within the EU. In the investigation, a reporter posed as a 15-year-old girl who is seeking gender reassignment therapy. The online clinic, Gender GP, did you not? That's the name of it, Gender GP. They have online clinics now with the sole purpose of prescribing gender-changing hormones. Gender GP was reported to have prescribed the 15-year-old girl, as she was posing as, testosterone after just two consultations over Skype without any parental consent. The report said that Gender GP staff did not question the reporter's belief that she was, in fact, a male, telling her, we're not worried about your truth because that's not debate about that. Basically, here, you're a 15-year-old girl. You want to act like you're a boy, we're going to basically prescribe you testosterone, siphonate, you take an injection once a week, and you'll be good to go. Are you kidding me right now? Are you kidding me right now, my friends? This is actually going on, and majority of people don't want to address it. This is why they're promoting this in the school system. This is why they're teaching five-year-olds 
about gender identity when there's no business, no business, that conversation even coming up in a five-year-old topic at all, period. It was funny. Uh, Tim was riding with us in the Jeep, my one of my buddies over in um, Jeep and with Judd yesterday or uh, over the weekend. And, of course, you know, I took Hunter out all weekend. He had a blast. And uh, Tim goes, how how old is your son? How old's Hunter? I said, he's four. He goes, man, he's sharp for four. He's got himself full of personality on him, doesn't he? I said, well, yeah. I said, he's super clean. There's, I don't give him any shots at all. He's got a great immune system, hardly ever gets sick. And I said, he's unbelievably active, <laughs> runs around all the time. And he goes, yeah, I can tell. He goes, but he's really sharp. I said, yeah, I said, that's what happens. That's what happens when you raise a young kid and you allow them to – you raise a little American without sticking them full of mercury and all types of other compounds with these shots and feeding them all these food colorings. And I told him, I said, you know, because he his son's older now, and he said that he's seen now all these issues with these younger kids that they're seeing. You know, they come into dealerships and stuff like that, and these kids, they're just literally, like, uncontrollable. And I said, yeah, I said, one of the main reasons, I said, A, parents don't want to be parents anymore. I said, they want to give them, you know, iPad. And I said, B, a lot of it's the diet. In the vaccines, and I said, but a huge portion of it is the food coloring, the high fructose corn syrup, all the different additives that they're putting into the foods. And I said, most parents don't even bother to read the labels. And so we had an interesting discussion on it. But so I encourage everybody, understand and know what your children are being exposed to in the school system. I really mean that sincerely because this is not going to stop. Now that we have the bumbling buffoon who's got dementia so far and again I'm not making fun of anybody who's got any type of cognitive disorders but Biden's got a serious mental issue I mean that sincerely I saw a video yesterday where he was doing a speech and he left the podium and he left his mask at the podium and he literally like kind of staggers off and like shuffles halfway across the stage doesn't even look like he knows where he's going I mean it was honestly embarrassing and then all of a sudden Kamala walks up to him she goes you forgot your mask and he goes oh Oh, 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 okay. It literally turns around, shuffles back to the stage, gets his mask, puts it on robotically, and then turns around and like shuffles down the stairs. And this other person comes and almost helps him down the stairs. And I went, wow, they're really doing it to us. They're really overthrowing a constitutional republic right now with an individual that has so far gone with cognitive decline that everybody sees it, but yet Everybody's just accepting it as the way it is now. So again, I encourage everybody, it's time to stand up. It's time to understand what they're doing, and it's time to make a stand and make sure you hold to your convictions, Dad. What do you think? You're right about – yes, you are right about holding our convictions, and you're right about Biden. He has, you know, he has advanced senile dementia, and they put him in office just to spite us to show they'll do whatever they want to do. This is the ruling – planetary group of cabalists that do this the guys who took down building seven they're the ones who put a kenyan in the white house who was gay was married to a guy according to joan rivers as far as being a guy being married to a guy and all of the weird stuff that barack obama was and we all know if you do any kind of research that his birth certificate was altered we all got that but it didn't make any difference they decided they were going to put him in and he was a complete and total cia construct i talked about that last week and they don't care anymore about the Constitutional Republic. It's gone. The fact that we're even doing this talk show right now kind of is just a testimony to the power of the Holy Spirit and to God Almighty. That's all this is. 
the fact that we're still on the air with what we say, which nobody else wants to talk about, but we were yoked off of YouTube before anybody else got yoked of YouTube three over three years ago. But, you know, let me cover a few more topics. We're almost out of time. I'm posting an article that says effeminacy is not working for the Christian church. And I posted this one. It's very important. That another one that I'm posting is that the church is sick. And it talks about how we're using Wall Street technology and Wall Street trainers to train pastors to increase the bottom line and profits and churches and everything about Jesus has been set aside. And it's all about numbers and having private jets and having multiple mansions. You guys think I'm joking, but I'm not. I don't kid about this stuff. You know, I know a bunch of these guys that have multiple jets and multiple mansions and basically have a very secular lifestyle. This is one of the reasons why in the last 30, 40 years, as we started doing all this, 50 years, or Robert started this stuff back in the 60s, this is the reason that we have so many of these top pastors falling and being exposed for the lifestyles they live. A lot of these guys, and I'm going to be very direct about this, I'm not going to mention any names, but a lot of these guys aren't even saved. When you have a guy who claims to be a Christian, but they are swingers and they go to wife-swapping parties, as Jerry Falwell Jr. did, you have to question the fact, is he even born again? My response is absolutely not. We will know them by their fruits. This guy's not even saved. I'm going to mention his name because all that stuff came out about him, but I will not mention all of the other pastors that I know that I sincerely doubt their salvation. Now, some of them are truly saved. The problem is they've been caught up in the things of the world, and they've been caught up in the things of the world as far as stuff. And I'm here to tell you guys, if you're working for stuff, you never get enough stuff. If it only makes, if, it, if you only have happiness because of happenings and things that you get, you're never going to have enough stuff and you're going to be buying storage units and renting storage units and getting pods in the backyard to put your stuff in as it rots and rusts and does all kinds of crazy stuff and corrodes as you don't ever use it anymore because you've got too much stuff. Thought I'd mention that. Stuff isn't, this stuff's okay. And God doesn't mind you having stuff. He just doesn't want the stuff to have you. By the way, I also want to discuss this, too. This is really important. The QAnon guy now who got arrested at the Capitol, he's the shaman. He's now accusing Donald Trump of using mass communication means to effectively groom millions of Americans as rioters seeks release. Now, I'm going to stop right there. I believe he's right as far as the mass communication through Q being used to groom millions of America, but it is not Donald Trump. It is the group that runs all of the media. It is the Kabbalists that have done this. It's that group. By the way, I covered this on the, I posted this on the news stories this weekend. Mystery explosion hits an Israeli cargo ship in the Gulf hours after a U.S. airstrike on Iran backed military, military forces in Syria. This is the Israeli owned cargo ship Helios Ray. I call this out as a Mossad attack against an Israeli vessel. I called it out to start with as a justification for Israel, and they're going to use it to go in and continue to attack Syria, which is exactly what they've done. They're saying it was Iran who did this. They're escalating the rhetoric against Iran and, quote, unquote, against Iranian-backed militants in Syria to continue to blow up Syria so they can try to get that threat, you know, that, that, that by a pipeline through Syria from Qatar. That's why all this stuff started, by the way, because Syria said, no, we don't want the pipeline. All of this stuff is being orchestrated through Benjamin Netanyahu, who is a known Satanist Kabbalist. 
Yeah, so just thought I'd mention that one too to everybody today. It's important that we understand what's going on in the Middle East and why they do certain things. Remember, the Kabbalists control the <laughs> distribution of information through Reuters and through the to the agencies, AP Wire. They Rothschilds own that, and so this is the group that runs the planet and runs the media. It's important that we understand that it is not Donald Trump who has done Q. It is the CIA working with MI6 and Mossad to use it as a giant psychop to confuse the people here on the planet to accept the agenda that they're being given, including the hermaphroditic agenda. So let's keep all of this stuff as clean as we possibly can and make people realize that it's something that we need to understand very, very clearly. By the way, Dane Whittington has come out now, and he has done an interview with Greg Hunter. And Dane's a great guy. He's a good friend. He's been on the show many times. And he's basically now saying, Snow That Doesn't Melt by Dane Whittington. In fact, I had said a lot of information to Dane about this, and he covered this story. Of course, Dane already knew about it. He knows all about this weather stuff, a lot more than I do. He covered on Greg Hunter's show. And it says, climate engineering researcher Dane Whittington says, the big snowstorm that hit Texas and much of the South is nothing short of weather warfare. We, this is what we talked about last week because Texas wanted to succeed. Look at the snow. It won't burn. It's synthetic. But the mainstream media is telling you it's a hoax. This is anything but normal, Winnington says. The bottom line is regard to the flash freeze that Texas was hit with. We can debate the agenda behind these operations, but the fact that it's not an act of nature, and it's beyond scientific question of that. Those neck deep in the weather modification program are dictating what the weather schedule will be because of the illegal federal gag order on the National Weather Service and NOAA. Our weathers, our nation's weather people are actually reading scripts given to them by the geoengineer themselves. Back on February the 6th, two weeks ago before this happened, we knew it was coming. There was no question this massive act of weather warfare that this was a mere example of what's been occurring all over the globe for decades. It's getting worse all the time because the unfolding climate collapse is getting worse all the time. It's being fueled by climate engineering. In other words, the climate engineering is itself causing global warming and changing the climate. They've done it to the planet. It's not the fossil fuels guy. They might be a tiny, tiny contributing factor. It's the spraying of the planet on a daily basis with huge amounts of barium and aluminum in the atmosphere to reflect sunlight back into the ionosphere and to increase the Pentagon's over-the-counter, over-the-horizon radar systems and to detect exotic propulsion system systems from other spaceships that they're now disclosing that they're out there in the ionosphere. Plus, they're also being used to distribute Morgellons. Yep, that's it. We can talk about that later, too. And also piezoelectric crystals, which can be inhaled and become part of our central nervous system. This is a nefarious protocol that's, in my opinion, an off-world agenda. The planet is being terraformed. It is being terraformed by these entities that run the world. The entities that the CERN Collider is being used to try to open a gateway, a path to the other side of the veil to allow free access and entry into our dimension and back into that dimension at their will. Right now, when they come into our dimension, they have to maintain, they have to be inside of another 
of the body. We call this demonic possession because these are plasma entities. They're in a different state of matter, and they cannot exist here for an extended period of time without being inside of another vessel. But I can do a whole show on that later, too. I appreciate you guys. I love you. I had the opportunity to pray for you. I hope and pray you had a wonderful, wonderful weekend. We will talk to you soon. Also, go ahead and finish it up, and I will talk to you again tomorrow. Absolutely. Thank you guys again for the continued support and also just getting the truth and news out there to everybody. We're in a full-blown information fight right now. There's no no question about that. The fake news and the propaganda is at an all-time high like we've never seen it, all the way from the social media to the mainstream media. So again, thank you for getting this information out there. If you need anything, healthmasters.com, multiple products on sale, including the GHI Chai formula on sale right now. A lot of people like that product. Really good product for detoxing and the chai flavor right now on sale. Be sure to check out the product of the week, the Awesome Mag, on sale for over 10% off. And also, too, be sure to vote for what you want to see Wednesday as product of the week. Thank you again for the support of Health Masters. Have a blessed, safe, awesome night. We'll talk to you again tomorrow as always. Broadcasting to the U.S. and around the world by way of clear digital audio, 22,500 miles above the planet. This is the Global Star Radio Network.